a seat. The boards are setting up and the show is about to begin. Welcome to Hearthfire Tales. everyone welcome back to heartfire tales the podcast where we bring you wine weaves and wisdoms um nice <laughs> thank you very much i changed it this week um so we are back in our mini campaign uh set in robert jordan's wheel of time um we have with us again our fantastic players we have jesse hi hi we have Corey. hello there hello everybody we have the Amarillan seat herself, Suana. Hi, everyone. I'm Jim. And as usual, we have our Grandmaster DM, hopefully this time cloaked in shadows, uh, Dylan. Yes! That's me. That's going to be re-annoying to I'm going to lean into that. I'm going to make that <laughs> reverb around and like sound like it's rolling down the mountains. Um, yeah. As you can tell, I've done all my vocal warm-ups for all my amazing, all my amazing expert voices that I do. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, you are all sitting in the common room of the Sagan the Lion. The Ogier Halon is, you know, he has been calmed down a bit by Dolano. However, he is still, you know, he's still visibly quite distressed. You've all kind of offered to help him out, which has calmed him down a bit, but he's still very worried and really, really wants his pack back. Um... So, but just before you guys can start to make any plans or anything like that, in walks a familiar face through the front door, and it's Finton, Ronan's friend um, and traveling companion. And he kind of bursts in, and he looks a bit worried too. And he goes, Ronan, Ronan, there you are. You won't light-blinding believe it. Someone has only gone and stolen the Brentley, Ronan. Well... Need I remind you, Ronan, that the Bradley is your responsibility? As for me, oh, I was all out all my gallivanting, of course. I had intended to come down and join the festivities of this delightful group, and he kind of gives the, the women of the group a bit of an eye, um, that you seem to have found. But I came down and saw those blasted white cloaks and started to make such a ruckus. I, I came here to have a good time, not lower my standards and fight weaponless like some savage I've been awake for far too long I really must get some rest oh, let me tell you something young Ronan the girls in this town are quite something almost feral I would say um, takes a proper look at the at the rest of the group now um, and uh, Felina looks at you and says oh you uh, woman, you have the look of a wisdom. Uh, do you have anything for a headache? I've uh, awful, awful pain here. Um, something to help me sleep as well would, wouldn't go awry. I might have something for you. Give me one moment, <laughs> and I shall. Uh, I shall find something for a headache for you in my purse. So Felina opens her satchel that she carries on her right side, and she starts sifting through. Um, 
through her herbs that she has and she picks out do, do, do. what's she gonna pick out what's she gonna pick out not that one She picks out some willow bark, which is commonly used for uh, as a painkiller, especially works good for headaches. Why don't you, she hands it to Finton and she says, here Finton, uh, here's some willow bark. Why don't you go and take that? You won't need to rest your head. It will, it will work within a few, within an hour, quite quickly. Oh, yes, well, th- thank you, good. Good, thanks. Um, uh, he kind of looks at it, and what is, is this? Do I just eat it? And he just starts trying to put it into his mouth. Yes, you can just eat it. It's fine. Knowing very well that it won't taste very nice, but that's on him. <laughs> yeah, he uh, he like grimaces through it, but you know he kind of trusts you. Um, <laughs> She's standing there with a small pleased smile because she <laughs> fully thinks that he should have to suffer his headache but also knows that he's needed for the mission so therefore she just smiles quite contently at the fact that he's having to persevere with a bitter taste but that'd be worth it in about 15 minutes or so. Um, so yeah, he, uh, he you know, chokes down this uh, awful root and... He says, okay, well, uh, the rest of you are, you're off to find the Brentley, I assume, is it? Not the Brentley, specifically, though I guess that's part of the mission, you could say. Oh, why, has something else gone, gone missing? Yes. I'm not happy. <laughs> oh. Much oh, ado uh, about a trumpet. Some miscreant has taken Fail from me. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm out. I'm out. Um, this story. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not spending three months and chasing then, that woman. And we spent an entire year searching for a trumpet that no one likes. <laughs> um, oh, uh, well, I don't. I don't much care about some pet falcon or so. Uh, I shall just... It's not a falcon, my good man. It's a trumpet. Oh, it... oh well then, even less bother to me. Uh, I'm... Oh, yeah, well... I've, I've never... Uh, I stand up and I walk out of the room. <laughs> um, yes, he does seem to have uh, that effect Halon. on people. Halon, um, <laughs> begins, uh, kind of gives you a look, Delano, and oh, it's not it's not just the trumpet that's gone missing my pack is also gone uh, please, that, that that is what you'd said you would find um, I suppose and, we did uh, at that, didn't we <sighs> yeah, and Ron, Ronan's kind of you know, winces at the loud voice of the ogre, <laughs> kind of you know, put, puts his fingers to his temples and he's like Oh, well, look, just go help this large chap find whatever trumpet and just find the Brentley. Uh, we should go from here, Ronan. It's a really awful place. Just get the Brentley. I'm going to... Uh, blasted woman. This, these herbs are foul-tasting. Um, <laughs> he kind of goes goes to the bar, gets a drink. He's like, I'll, I'll be up in my room. Just 
oh, I need to lay down my head. Um, and he walks up the stairs to uh, to undoubtedly just try and collapse and get a bit of shut eye. Is your friend always this useless? Um, actually, today uh, he's probably a little more useful than usual. Um, he, he's 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 quite a devil in a sword fight. I, I I I he's very 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 capable with the blade in his hands. However, outside of that, he does seem to have quite a singular focus, um, and that focus rests entirely on libation. So yes, I would say uh, today he's probably above average usefulness. <laughs> Apologies for him. I I really could have come to town with somebody more useful. <laughs> Did he bring your sword back, at least? Oh, yes, it was up in the bed chamber uh, when I found it last night. Sorry, I should, I should have mentioned when I came down, but obviously my mind is is elsewhere. Um, yes, I have reclaimed my sword, so now I am more than just a good pair of kicking boots again, uh, thankfully. Should we probably organize going and, and retrieving our lost items? Um, I'm assuming whoever took... Brentley is probably the culprit uh, who who perpetrated the other the other thieveries thieveries theft. I would say so. Um, so maybe we should Everyone ask around and see if anybody saw anyone suspicious. Uh, although yeah, I, I have to so assume it's, it's oh, sorry. Berlin is not so large a town as to have more than one thief. Yeah, well, well, that should make it rather easy then, shouldn't it? Um, perhaps we should check with the stable hand. Uh, if anybody were to see the Bentley leaving, it would surely be him. Sounds reasonable to me. I wonder, though, um, just a point of curiosity, uh, Halon. I'm curious, what is uh, in this pack of yours that uh, has you so eager to retrieve it? Ooh, uh, hmm. I'm actually going to make you roll a persuasion check. Okay. Yeah. And while you do, while you do that, I want everyone else to make an insight check, please. I only got eight. <clears throat> I got thirteen. I got a 20. Damn. Okay, interesting. Right. She's insightful. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So, as... uh, So, Delano, as you ask this of Halon, no one else kind of, you know, really gets a read on the situation, but uh, Felina... Felina, sorry. You... You, you know, get a get a good kind of you, well. Sorry, let me start again. Feeling that you get a you get a good reading of Halon as he's asked this. You notice that his uh, his big bushy eyebrows start to twitch a bit, and his ears are a little bit you know shaky. Um, he looks very taken aback, as if he really doesn't want to reveal what actually has been lost. Um, and as he turns to you, Delano, in response, he's like, "Oh, uh, I, I shouldn't, I shouldn't really say. Um, just, I mean, 
What does it matter? It's it's my my personal belongings. Uh, how how could they have done this? Uh, it it must have been those white cloaks. Up, up to no good. Uh, I believe you know it, the talk of the town has been how they've been harassing people. Surely it, it's them. Uh, just please please talk talk to them. Felina notices that uh, that uh, Halan is quite visibly distressed, so she pats him on the hand and says, "Not to worry, they are going to help you find it. They're just consumed by the things that they've lost right now. Just calm down. Everything's going to be fine." Hmm. I was just awfully curious that uh, Felina, you seem to have lost nothing in this whole ordeal. Felina arches an eyebrow and questions whether that's an accusation. I don't have many belongings with me, Jardine. Jardine, sorry. Jardine. Jardine. Just an an observation. Mm. Nothing more. Just curious is all. I'm I'm going to go check in on... And have you yourself, have you yourself any missing belongings, Jardine? Well, I had my goods on the... uh, Brentley, but I don't know if that was intentionally targeted. I'm, and she starts looking very nervous. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go check in on Tom. Hmm. Felina arches an eyebrow as she watches Jadina walk away. Delano uh, does as well. <laughs> Is Tom Suspicious. still in the stables? Um. Okay, so Jadina, you walk out of the, walk out of the. Of the inn, you walk around the corner towards where the stables are, where you know, where the stable hand has many, many times before led Tom and your cart and wagons uh, in to be kept, and where you where you saw the Bradley be taken last night. Uh, and as you walk around the corner, I would like you to make a perception check. Where's my perception? Uh... 13. 13. Okay, so you walk through, um, you do see Tom, but you, what's not, what's more surprising is what you don't see. And usually you would know from your previous dealings and how well the stable hand would look after Tom. And, you know, you should provide him quite a bit of attention. Uh, you don't see the stable hand anywhere. Did they kidnap the stable hand too? That's awfully strange. Um, I'll go back and report to the group that Tom is fine, first and foremost. Uh, Tom is fine. The donkey is um, brilliant. He can take care of himself. I'm sure if anybody tried to nab him, he'd kick him right in the... Anyway, what is missing, however is our uh, stable hand. He seems to be gone. Somebody should alert the innkeep. Oh, perhaps the stable hand did it. Uh, is it like the regular stable hand? Like when we came in last night, it's the same guy that's always there. Yeah, you, you kind of get to feel that there's not a whole lot of stuff in the stagnant line. Um, so it would just be the, the normal guy. And to commemorate the little competition that we ran on Instagram, uh, Jadina, I would like you to roll me a d20. Okay. And we're going to find out what the stable hand's name is. Uh, I got a two. 
<laughs> a two. Oh, sorry, Cheyenne. Uh, oh, I know so... her. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so... Um, hmm. Okay, Cheyenne's probably... I would have expected to be a girl's name, but sure, look. No. Who's the judge? Um, the, the innkeeper comes in um so you yeah you come back into the the common room you announce that like you, you start maybe saying that the stable hand is has either done it or has been kidnapped and the uh the innkeeper ben is like well i never shane would never do something like that hey, hey where he he's not there is he where it's very unlike him to be gone uh give me give me a hand looking for him there and he uh he kind of rushes out and beckons you all to follow and start searching around around the, the stables for him. You say he's never uh, been negligent in his duties before. He's very reliable? Uh, the most reliable lad I've ever worked with. Hmm. Is there another, like, um, building around the, kind of the yard site that, like, are there other buildings around? Like a little stable? Um, so yeah, there's the stable itself. It's not attached. It's attached to the to the inn itself. The inn isn't attached to anything. There are other buildings around, like there's small like um, shops and houses and things like that. None are directly attached. Um, it's still quite early, but you know there are, there are a few people hustling, bustling around. But yeah, no, nothing directly attached. Hmm. And there's no like uh, tracks or anything in the ground that we could discern kind of who maybe came and went through the evening so I would like you to make a survival check to try and look for tracks and if anyone else is wanting to look for anything in specific um, let me know and I'll let you know what roll to make I think I might need to get a different die I got a 4 <laughs> are you rolling a d20 and it's not like a d6 or something no it's it's definitely a d20 <laughs> there's 20 sides to this little okay, thing okay good and they're all they're all different, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're all numbered differently. <laughs> yep. Um, so yeah, for you, you don't know. So you go out, and it's it's early winter. So there, so hang on one sec. There, there's it's early winter. So there's been some hmm. some light snowfall, um, and because it's still early morning, there there are people who have been out and about. So kind of any any tracks that you might. See, sure. are obscured by the snowfall that's happened in the early morning, and you know footsteps mm-hmm. of uh, of the people. Well, maybe it would behoove us to um, move somewhere less busy, uh, or at least to check the initial place where where the Brentley was parked. Um, as 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 standard uh, Mercedes and Tesla, their hooves, their horseshoes are branded with the Black Rock Crest, so we should be able to. Ide- identify their tracks <laughs> relatively easily um, and the Brentley has uh, special tires as well for, for the snowy conditions um, so I should be able to add, I, I should be at an advantage I would say when searching for <laughs> those particular tracks Uh, okay, so Ronan, you're looking for tracks as well. Uh, I'm just uh, kind of work on rubbing Tom down. I'm, I'm pretty nonplussed <laughs> about the whole thing. I figure uh, that. Uh, okay, so you. So yeah, you've I'm actually gone the into the stables. I, I figure now with that uh, again. Ronan and Ronan is so fussed about the Brentley that I'll get my goods back eventually. So <laughs> I'm pretty okay just letting him deal with it. 
and and Felina. Ma, I, I'm just focusing on. Doing? I'm I'm talking softly to the to Halan, and I'm sort of telling him, "Don't worry, we're gonna." help my only concern is the oiga i'm really not interested in the trumpet or the brentley or i know shocking right <laughs> i've stayed inside and i'm just gently talking to him and trying to keep him calm because he's quite upset and i've obviously was insightful enough to figure that out apparently at some point cool. so uh yeah i'm yeah, just so i'm yeah, just keeping he- him calm yeah, you got you got the feeling that um, Halan was was really really upset and quite cagey about being asked all these questions. Um, yes. And he he is just kind of trying to trying to settle down. Um, Ronan, I would like you to make or Ronan, I just keep saying Ronan in Finton's accent. <laughs> Ronan, I would like you to make a survival check. Go on, make it with advantage then because of your special moves and targets. <laughs> um, oh ho ho! That's a natural twenty. Oh, okay. Um, Okay, so two things happen at the same time. Uh, Jadina, you don't need to make a roll. You've gone into the stable itself um, to tend to Tom. You see, tied up in some, you know, hastily tied up is Cheyenne, the stable boy. Um, (laughs) Kind of of tucked into a corner so you couldn't see him from from the outside um, but he seems to be out cold and at the same time as you're seeing this uh, Ronan you see clear marks of uh, your horses Mercedes and Teza um, that have led the the Brentley out of out of the well away from the away from the inn Anyway, you don't, you can't tell exactly yet. You'll need to start following them, but with a natural twenty, you'll be able to follow them pretty well. Fantastic. But, yes. Uh, I, I think it's safe to say that Cheyenne had nothing to do with kidnapping the Brentley. Oh, what makes and I'll you say try that? To call people. Uh, I'll call the innkeeper and the rest of them over. I don't know. Uh, if somebody wants to go get Felina. She might be of some assistance to us here. What is it? What's happened? I'll get. I'll go get the, the lady. I run into the inn. Hey, yeah, there's been a discovery. Uh, someone is. Uh, something's happened. You, come quickly. And I'll just Helena snaps her head up and uh, jumps up and tells Helan to stay seated and remain calm and runs off outside. Oh, yeah, uh, sure, sure thing, Felina. Um, the innkeeper rushes over uh, to you, Jadina, and. Blood and bloody ashes. Shein, my God, what have they done to you? Um, now, hold on, hold he... on, hold on. Simply because he's tied up here does not does not eliminate him as a suspect. I remember a criminal in Carrion. Hawkmask was their name. They they used to always return to the scene of the crime and tie themselves up to avoid suspicion. So let's let's not let this knave away just yet. Like like blind me, but that sound pretty unlikely to me uh, and he he pick, he picks up um, pick like scoops Jayen up and starts like, rushing back towards uh, towards the inn um, Felina as you come out of the out of the inn you see the innkeeper holding um, the young stable hand in his arms looking quite worried coming towards you 
Okay. Uh, so Felina jumps into action, um, tears off her pouch and sort of throws it down at her side so that she can sort of start to investigate and discover what's happened uh, to Shane, the stable hand. Yeah, so I would like you to make... So yeah, um, you rush into the into the common room, you kind of go to one of those nice, you know, padded couches that are in the corners, you kind of clear the table, you put them on, I'd like you to make a medicine check to try and figure out what has happened. Okay. Uh, so I rolled a 10, which would give me... Which one am I using? Uh, so there should be a specific medicine skill uh, under wisdom. Under wisdom. Ah, five. So a fifteen. Fifteen. Okay. So yes. you you see you you kind of quickly check all his vitals. He's still breathing. He still his pulse is still steady um but you notice you kind of you check his head for any bruises or anything you see like a big um bruise and slight cut on his forehead as if he was like like a really big hit has has knocked him out um you yeah what would you like to do okay so she tells everyone uh that Cheyenne has experienced a head injury that someone has obviously tried to quiet the stable hand um and what she will do is uh she will place some uh heel oil in some water to make a, a paste ointment which she will place over the um over the bump on the head and she will say that it's going to take a little bit of time for Cheyenne to perhaps wake up and start feeling a little bit better. So I'm going to probably start trying to clear people away and let's give her room to breathe, give him room to breathe so that we can uh, find out what's happened. Okay, so uh, with your application of the Hilo, I'd like you to make another medicine check, this time with advantage to kind of see how see how effective your healing is. Okie dokie. I rolled a nine both times, so it's a 14. <laughs> so it's definitely 14. <laughs> it's um, definitely 14. The fates have decided. Consistent The will has spoken, yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, you you notice that, like, you apply the the salve and it's, you can tell it's taking, it, it's having an effect, but as you rightfully thought, it's going to be slow and you don't feel that this stable hand is going to be fully conscious or fully coherent for another couple of hours at least so but yeah you kind of clear everyone um you suggest that uh brendan the innkeeper maybe bring bring him up to a bed and kind of just lay him down uh but you're you're very confident that just with a bit of time um and a bit of rest they should be back up on their feet um in in a couple of hours and there's no you know, any immediate danger has passed and they should make a full recovery. Absolutely. And we'll definitely give the innkeeper some uh, willow bark to help with the headache. So he, he's going to have a, a bit of a headache when he wakes up and we can resolve that quite quickly. Uh, if has some uh, willow bark, it can be eaten directly or it can be boiled in some water and the water can be drunk, but it will be a little bit slower, but it will taste nicer. 
like bless you mistress um and he's you can tell that he's very very concerned he clearly um has a lot of care for his staff and is a uh, is quite worried and you know heeds all your instructions and kind of start takes everything that you've given him and and, uh, and sets up to to have uh, the stable hand be tended to for the, for the shouldn't day shouldn't we uh, rouse the young man and and uh, interrogate him surely he's got some information about the situation I believe the man was struck in the head if I understand what Felina has said correctly um something makes me think I've been struck in the head before <laughs> oh, oh, as a glee what I, I want to know who's taken <laughs> Fail. I need to know he, he, <laughs> he will he must have some information Please, uh, don't just send him away. Uh, splash some water on his face. Now, hold on. I, I think I have the answer to this. Um, the, the, he's been taken up to a bedroom, has he? Uh, so, yeah. uh, let's go up there. I, I, I know how to wake someone from their sleep. Perfect. Uh, okay, so, so Delano and Ronan uh, go up towards the towards where Shane has been put down and as you go in you're you know I guess confronted by Brendan and Felina who are just leaving after having seven days yes. so so you see Delano it's not quite as precise a procedure as has simply been performed by our resident wisdom here but I have found it to be very effective um, watch and I kneel down next to the bed and I start going wake up Wake up, you knave! Wake up! <laughs> oh, God. Uh, and I, I gra- I'm um, shaking him by the shoulders and stuff. Someone's shaking my Brentley, and I uh, know you know who it is. Wake up, you bloody knave! Fail or okay, Ronan make a pers- or persuasion check, I guess, <laughs> with, with disadvantage. Uh, Failina, is there any response you'd like to do while this is happening? It, that was DM, a twelve. While he's, oh, sorry, I was gonna, I was going to see if I could use a performance to uh, oh. give him my. Uh, I would like to. I would like to give him my um, proficiency bonus to add to his role. Oh, fantastic! Uh, What's that? Okay. So that's why a fifteen then. Um, a 15 is not enough. What? Oh. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um. I was clapping and singing for you. Oh. Yes, wake him up. Yes, wake him up. <laughs> uh, you, you I apologize. That, that usually works in this situation. You hear from upstairs, though, uh, Finton kind of like, Stomping on the ground. I'm like, Please, the rocket. I'm trying to get some. Well, sleep. every cloud has a silver lining. <laughs> um, the innkeeper looks horrified after you've kind of just rushed in. Um, it's like, like, what? What are you doing? He's the the poor chap's just been been knocked out by these white cloaks, no doubt. And you're you're here. Screaming and shouting, shaking them. What? what I, I ignore that. Actually, um, Gleeman, now would probably be a good time to tell you I did actually discover the tracks of the Brentley, so we could probably just follow them to find our stuff. <laughs> oh. well, yeah, yes, that, that sounds ideal. Uh, 
Uh, right. Apparently, this this young knave is going to be of no assistance to us. No, uh, quite, quite useless, I'm afraid. Um, okay, so we should probably uh, follow the tracks I found. Uh, yes, uh, tally ho, pip pip. Um, who's coming? I, for one, will not rest until the Brentley is found. Gleeman, I'm assuming you're the same about your horn. Indeed. Uh, Judina? I might as well, otherwise you guys will get yourselves killed, it seems. And okay. I'm going to kind of turn to the innkeeper and start apologizing for ever bringing these men here, because clearly they're <laughs> nothing but trouble. <laughs> And uh, Felina, what are you doing? Okay, so Felina is um, Felina will be coming along. Uh, she she's not sure why because uh, her judgment says that it's probably not the best idea. Looking at the gleeman who seems to be a little bit off for a gleeman, and uh, Ronan who doesn't seem to want to stop talking and is giving her quite a headache. <laughs> but she is worried about Halan, and um, for some reason she feels a connection to him and therefore feels it's her duty to help him. Okay, great. So you all uh, set out then. You, again, walk out into the, into the brisk uh, early winter morning. Um Ronan, you then again quickly identify the tracks and start to lead them. Give me, or start to follow them. Give me another survival check uh, again with advantage. That's a 19, uh, just, just a 19 and a 15 before modifiers. Yeah, easy peasy. Um, yeah, so you quite quickly follow the tracks. They lead out of the town. The second line is slightly towards the center um, but it is only a short walk from the eastern gate in which you arrived originally the tracks come out and they head southwards uh, and you see then as you're walking out of the castle or out of the town walls you see in the distance and can tell that they are leading towards the white cloak camp of course they are Yes, so what would you like to do? Well, I'd imagine the only option is to stride in there, let them know who I am, and demand my Brentley back. Also, I'll be demanding that the knaves who took it are reprimanded by the commanding officer. No, that I don't sounds think like that's quite well. the right choice. <laughs> no? No, Justina? Uh, what, what, what would your approach be, then? Well, I'm just thinking that you two almost had your butts handed to you by two very drunk white cloaks. I think an entire camp of them might be a bit more trouble. Ah, yes, but when we had our asses handed to us, I was without my blade. It's a completely different circumstance this time around. Yes, you're more likely to get yourself killed with that thing. Mm-hmm. Probably. Mm. I, know I think so, and I don't believe I have through. the herbs to heal death. <laughs> That's right, and there will be a lot of it if I don't get my Brentley back. Uh, you know, why don't we, you know, match them at what they did and wait for the evening and steal it back? <laughs> oh, interesting. Hmm. Mm-hmm. That seems like a more sensible idea. Mm. Far less bloodshed. 
That kind of crook shackery isn't what I'd usually go in for, but if that is the whim of the party, then that's what I'll do. Um, tell me this. How how close to the camp are you getting? Are you kind of just getting within kind of distance so that you can see it, or have you gone close to well, us? Well, how, like, we're at the point in the track where it has become obvious that the the Brentley has gone into the White Cloak camp, so I don't know the lay of the land. Yeah, so the, the camp is... The, the camp is kind of just south southeast of the town itself. And so I'd imagine we're standing in the fork in the road between the road proper and the white cloud camp. Then we're at the top of the laneway, yeah, as it were. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you've kind of you've seen that it's you've come you've come out of the gate, you know, and you've noticed that it's gone directly off the road. You've followed it down then kind of, you know, off-road for a bit where it's quite easy to track. Um, you've walked for maybe, you know, a mile or so and it's very clear that the the camp is ahead of you and, you know, there's there's really nowhere else that it could have gone by your by your estimation and by the roles you got. You're, you're, you're quite, uh, quite confident. Okay, so, I mean... Is that our plan? Are we are we waiting for nightfall and then stealing back the Brentley under the cloak of darkness? I I do I do like this idea. My one uh, reservation is we're not we're uncertain. Well, I guess a couple things. We don't necessarily know without uh, a doubt that the Brentley and my trumpet are in the camp. So we're going in blind, uh, which, I mean, I think it could raise alarms if we just start poking around. You're absolutely right. Um, how's this for a plan then? Um, right now, uh, maybe a contingency or all of us uh, walk into the camp to inquire as to whether the white cloaks have seen the missing thing. We 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 will make a show of knowing that they are all for justice, and we will we will request that they aid us. Um, and while we're in there, I'm sure they will say no. We can have a little snoopy whoopy around the camp, and if we spot the Brentley, then we'll know exactly where it is, and we can sneak in under cover of darkness and tear out of there like the hammers of hell are at our heels riding the Brentley. I like the way you think. However, they had a fight with us just yesterday evening. Hmm. Well, maybe then we should go in under the pretense of uh, filing a report to their commanding officer for their their misbehavior within the inn. If Fenton wasn't at the fight, what if we go get Fenton to go in there for us and talk to them? No, that's absolutely an option. However, I don't think he's invested in this at all. If I know Finton, all I'm going to get is kicked out of his room. Um, but it's it's worth thinking but about. But what if I asked him? <laughs> and I'll kind of uh, like shimmy my shoulders a little awkwardly. <laughs> I'd imagine that would have, that would have the opposite outcome. Unfortunately, um, play play it by ear. Uh, my position is that the, the the commanding officer must surely be a respectable fellow. But if if you, you are right, I, I don't think the White Cloaks 
met Finton. He said he saw them, but I don't know if, if they saw him. Uh, I would like everyone at this point to just roll an insight check to try and get a feel for how how you think the White Cloaks might take the, the courses of action you're going for. Uh, 17. 13 for me. I got a seven. Um, if this is going to be a nat 20 required, though, I can uh, I can totally play the game of houses and <laughs> <No>. re-roll it. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, so, so uh, Jesse, you got a 17. Okay, so you would, you would know that, yeah, the white folks are, you know, have a tendency to, to cause trouble, but they do operate in... I guess the guise of being on the side of righteousness and upholding the light, they do kind of operate outside of the law at times, but they they follow their own law. So you feel that it's risky but possible that you could go with Ronan's plan and just straight up ask them, and they might be obligated to, you know, accept it and not just straight up attack. And you kind of get the feeling that these two, that it's actually might have been rogue agents and might have just been troublemakers, but you're not sure. You also feel that you could probably, well, you, you definitely know that, however, if you were to go under the guise of darkness and try and seal it, they would definitely take the lodge at their own hands at that point. So you kind of have those two options to weigh up. Um, the rest of you kind of aren't sure one way or another what way the white cloaks would take it so do whatever have your characters take that information whatever way you think is required but uh but jadina definitely kind of gets a little bit more of an insight kind of from you know your trader background you get a bit more of a feel as to how how different parties react in different types of situations so mm, i think maybe if we go in there and the two that fought us could have possibly been uh, on their own. But if we go in there, maybe asking questions about the Brentley, you know, uh, have you seen my car? Uh, kind of questions. Not accusing them because they might get defensive. It That's might what I think. If, if we come asking for help, if we come mm-hmm. as, as innocent bystanders requesting aid from from the justice of the white cloaks i'm sure the wind will fill their sails and they will clamor to help us i hope probably do you think they might be persuaded by a performance at all hmm they might do it's worth a shot Not to get uh, aggressive so to speak <laughs> what was it, what was your insight check Thirteen. Um, you get the feel that, I mean, they are, they're military men. Um, you get the feel that these two, you know, are clearly went searching in for some sort of entertainment. That maybe a performance might be something that they're interested in. You don't know how they're going to 
judge you or treat you afterwards, but they might be interested. Okay, okay. Maybe I could come up with a song that, you know, exemplifies their amazing white cloaks or something. You know, white cloaks, uh, awesome blokes. Uh, <laughs> Fantastic. You know, ge- generous, uh, stupendous uh, jokes that they make. I don't know, I'm trying to rhyme things. It's not really working. Uh, um, well, I tell you hmm, what. Let me think. It sounds as good a plan as any. Um, how good are you at coming up with songs on the fly? Because I think we should just go for uh, this. I mean, it's it's circumstantial. Uh were we standing standing at the crossroads, crossroads or whatever? Are we like within sight of the camp? <laughs> yes, yeah. we're actually probably yeah, quite so. close to the walls of the camp. Uh, yes, I mean, uh, we've been here a while. Ask Jadina. Um, so yeah, you guys have kind of walked kind of far enough off the track that you are, as I said, in between the town and the camp, um, and on a on a very clear snowy fields stand out quite a bit <laughs> I'm laughing because I've done the, I've done the same thing that my players always do they stand around <laughs> and debate stuff until the DM's like oh yeah by the way <laughs> by the way you're you're standing and debating things in the middle of nowhere people yeah. can see you yeah <laughs> and uh, you see a you see a large tall powerfully built man walk towards you um He's not quite within speaking distance yet, but, you know, you hadn't, because you were so invested in talking to yourselves, you hadn't really noticed his departure from the camp. But now he's, you know, he's maybe only 500 meters away and is, uh, will be, I guess, on you in a couple of minutes. He doesn't, he's not walking threateningly, threateningly. Oh my God. He's not walking with any sort of, you know, Murderous intent or Let's anything, play he's, dumb. He's I would like to, you. So I'd like to pull like up to my do? guitar and start playing guitar. <laughs> I mean, sorry, pardon me. Oh, I, I, I'm, looking, I'm seeing a picture of what's a, what type I'm of seeing a picture of, 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 of take yeah, guitar. guitar on a bench for some reason, but that's not what I carry, of course. Um, I, I whip out my lyre, sorry, and I start playing on that as he approaches. Oh, oh, we'll tell him we were composing the song, uh, and we're nervous to approach. Right? <laughs> yeah, uh, yes. White cloaks are so wonderful. Uh, <laughs> wonderful white cloaks. <laughs> um, make, make a performance check with disadvantage. <laughs> oh, well. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, that's a nat one. <laughs> uh, yeah you yeah <laughs> this is not your best performance and you know it yet for some reason you just think that you should still continue oh, yes. on I'm going for it your 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 meter is completely <laughs> off you haven't found the right key none of the words you're trying to get are rhyming and just yeah the your your lyrics are in one time signature. Your strumming is another. It is a complete yeah. mess. And uh, as this white cloak approaches, um, he 
winces notably at the at the cacophony no. that you're producing. Um, but he he strides up. You know, his nose slightly tilted as if to look down on you a little bit, and ah. Uh, what is it we have found here? Come to join the most illustrious children of the light, have we? We could always use some more fresh recruits in our journey to rid this world of evil, but perhaps... Perhaps we don't need this music you're playing. Ah, <laughs> uh, I apologize. Uh, it's early. Uh, give me a minute, I'll... Uh, I just kind of turn around. <laughs> Shamed. And- Tell me, do you usually recruit your soldiers just from random fields? I don't know why I'm taking shots at him, but I'm just well. kind of pissed. Someone has my brain. <laughs> he, uh, he, he, give, he eyes you up and down, um, kind of sizing you up. Um, well, we don't usually have people come and approach our camp. Perhaps I thought you have heard of the most illustrious children of the light and you had thought to prove yourselves and uh, yes, join. Yes, actually, your reputation, your reputation does precede you, which is the reason that we're approaching your camp. Well, of course um, We were it merely does. waiting and discussing the right way to introduce me. I am Ronan Blackrock of the Blackrock Carrions, and I have come to this, and I point to Berlan, a hovel in... In, in need of libations. However, we have unfortunately fallen victim to a spree of crimes. Um, several important pos- possessions of ours were stolen, and upon hearing that the White Cloaks had settled outside the town, um, I decided the best thing to do would be to um, seek your aid in retrieving them. For are you not bastions of the light and all things justice-y? Make a persuasion check with advantage, please. <laughs> I couldn't think of the word. Um, let me just put it in here. Persuasion. That is 19. 19. Um, he continues to eye you up and down. I sway a little of, so he can see the black rock you know, coat. The finery. Uh, he looks at your coat. He glances at the sword on your hip and says hmm is that right well tell me do you know how to use that sword would you be happy to wield it in the light you all of course walk in the light do you not totally and he eyes the rest of you absolutely oh yes of course of course I look up at the sky is it sunny (laughs) fantastic he gives you uh, a little, his eyes narrow a little bit as he as he looks at you. Um, he looks back to Ronan and says, "Hmm, perhaps. Tell me what is missing. Of course, the children are at the service of all who walk in the light, and maybe we can do something." Well, to help. we we don't have any uh, a complete inventory, unfortunately, as. One of the items contained several of the other items. Um, however, to the best of our knowledge, uh, the immediate concerns are a trumpet 
from our master Gleeman, a rather large satchel for a blacksmith friend of ours, um, a... Uh, what else are we missing? Hmm. Oh, yes, a Brantley. It's a magnificent carriage, decadent, I would say, with two fantastic steeds attached named Mercedes and Tesla. Am I forgetting anything, guy? The Brantley, the trumpet, and the pack. I believe that was everything. Yes, uh, that's everything that we know of. However, there could be more that has evaded our, our notice that has disappeared. Also, um... There was an assault made on a young stable hand. Yes, I should have mentioned that. Apologies, Master Gleeman. Yes, we found the young knave bound and tied in his own stable. An assault, you say? Hmm. Interesting. This I had not heard of. But you had heard of the others. Hmm. This is a... Great concern. <laughs> I dislike. You have my trumpet. I dislike that he said perhaps. And perhaps we'll find out what this white cloak knows on the next episode. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> this guy's straight up about yeah, to uh, that's it. So- enslave us, isn't he? Yeah, I was, I was like, we're about to be recruited to the White Cloaks. Mm, I don't know about this one. <laughs> I was mid-speech and then I was like, uh, yes, a, a large satchel from, uh, and I was like, oh, fuck, don't say Ogier, uh, a blacksmith. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was, I was like, is he going to fuck this up? Is he going to fuck this up? I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> 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 yeah, and that's it for this session. We will we will pick up where we left off uh, on the next time to see what this imposing white cloak figure has to say about these items gone missing and what he knows. Fantastic! Thank you very much, Dylan. Can't wait. Um, I, we'll just do our little quick outro then uh, so thank you all very much for listening um, we hope you enjoyed it we hope you are as intrigued as to what's going to happen as we are um, very quickly uh, Jesse, have you anything to plug? Uh, nothing really new that's uh, different but yeah I'm one half of Another Turning which is a podcast all about Wheel of Time things so you can find us wherever you listen to podcasts where I talk with my brother about just what's going on with the show and our thoughts and feelings about Wheel of Time or you can find us on YouTube where we put up some of our podcasts but also I just talk about books because I really like books so brilliant brilliant um, Suana books are great books are great Okay, so uh, yeah, Weaves of the Wheel has it has launched its new podcast. So uh, we're taking a journey through the audiobooks, which I've never personally listened to before, and neither has my co-host. Um, so we are listening to the Wheel of Time from a whole new perspective. Uh, community members come on and join us in the podcast, and they talk about their sort of uh, the way that they listen or experience Wheel of Time, and um, we're sort of covering all the the major events in in the third age rather than um a chapter by chapter analysis so check us out we're on anchor and spotify and everything brilliant brilliant we will be sure to check that out that sounds incredible uh go forth and promote thyself (laughs) all right well um i'm 
busy, busy. I kind of set a crazy goal for myself this year to do 100 portraits, which I think now that I've kind of evaluated that, I'm like, that's a little bit insane. I don't think I'll get there, but uh, that's what I'm working towards. So uh, people can follow that journey on uh, my Instagram, uh, Third Age Art and Corey Lansdell. I have two feeds where I kind of share stuff back and forth through. And uh, that's, I think, all I will say today. Brilliant, brilliant. Um, and of course, uh, we'll always be sharing all the guys' endeavors from this channel as well. So if you want to find them, uh, you'll find them through us from time to time. Uh, and I, I am the Way of the Heron on Instagram. I do the Wheel of Time sword forms. Uh, so I've taken real life martial arts and codified them into the sword forms from the Wheel of Time as best I can using the descriptions given, when given, and the context used. Uh, and it's really fun. And I, similar enough to Corey, have set myself the goal to have every single one videoed and catalogued by the end of this year. Um, and I will have our lovely DM helping me with them, I think, because uh, we are in proximity. So, yeah, um, yes. that's going to be fun. Can't wait to get it out there. Keep an eye on the channel. Um, that's me, Dylan. Uh, the only thing I have to plug is, yeah, well, everyone else's stuff, really. Uh, please follow me on Twitter. That'd be great. I'm trying to kind of get my own Twitter brand going Ask Dylan's and Dragons. Um, where I'm going to be posting things like uh, the Blade Master class that myself and Jim have uh, made for this game, um, things like that. Any other D and D content uh, I'm going to be putting up there. And then, yeah, if you if you like this podcast and this campaign, please stick around for the one that's going to follow after. It's going to be myself, Jim, and our other host, Ryan, um, where we go on adventures in Lethwan, a world of might, magic, and metal. Um, so yeah, that'd be really, really cool. And uh, Just, yeah, drop us a follow on everything, and that would be great. Brilliant. Brilliant. Absolutely. Um, so that's us. Thank you very much again for listening. Um, we will say goodbye now, and we will see you in the next episode. Oh, and before you go, don't forget, it's never too late to get that revenge you've been thinking about. <laughs> Bye! <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> okay. <laughs>